right, excellent. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, we are the Master Blaster Podcasters, putting misinformation on blast. Thank you for joining in tonight. Our episode is on global warming. This is our second uh, episode. Hopefully you've checked out our first episode on woke ideology. Uh, we are all over the place now. We are an RSS. You can check us out on Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, Apple, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Deezer. Uh, so if you have any of those, uh, please check us out. Um, I am Jesus. We have Dirty Mouth here and a special guest, Corbin. Thank you for joining us, guys. Let's get into our episode. Um, to start out, let's take a look at global warming and define it before we go into specifics about it. Uh, global warming is the gradual increase of overall temperature of the Earth's atmosphere attributed to the greenhouse effect caused by increased levels of CO2s. Uh, now, currently, the polar ice caps are melting at a percentage rate of 12.6% per decade. That is exponential, which means that if we don't change some of our policies uh, within the next decade, that will increase and keep increasing until we have a severe problem. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about these types of pollutants. Maybe some ways around this, uh, some more sustainable energy that we can use to um, help help to go in the correct direction uh, for the global warming effects that are that are having on our on our system. So to start out, uh, the CO2s that I mentioned in the definition, those are uh, chlorofluorocarbons, which are in the form of aerosol sprays, foams, packing materials, and solvents. Um, and also, too, we have fossil fuels. So these are the first two. The fossil fuels, 85% of the world's energy consumption are fossil fuels, which are in the form of gasoline, wood and charcoal, and 76% of the global greenhouse gas emissions are from fossil fuels. Um, what are some ways you think so far, uh, before we define methane, which is the third one, how are some good ways that we can uh, try to maybe get off these types of uh, harmful ways of, uh, you know, how can, we, how can we do this better without harming the environment so much? You know, Electric, uh, solar, uh, wind, there's, you know, changing the way we eat, uh, how we, you know, how we harvest our food, uh, stop mining, uh, stop, you know, cut out, you know, if it's possible, if ever possible, uh, either fossil fuel companies need to end need to cease or change their their production to uh a more uh healthier you know more sustain sustainable uh uh way of 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 mass production right and the, the technically what you're talking about sustainable energy otherwise known as green energy uh these first two we're gonna have chapters here that are kind of going to blend together subjects. So let's combine these the types of pollutants with the uh, ways that we can combat the destruction of our of our uh, of the earth here. Now do one of you guys now Corbin, do you have an electric car? Yes. Okay, um what I imagine you have a Tesla, right? Do you have a Tesla? 
No. <laughs> okay. What can you describe the type of car you have and and um, what made you want to purchase it? Um. Let's see. I I really kind of like had this open opportunity when I told my last car and um, picked out picked up a you know 2019 Nissan Leaf. Right. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite the journey. Quite the journey we've been on. I mean, it's, it's okay, but like, well, is it nice not having to buy uh, gasoline? You just charge it up right when you want to charge up the battery. Yeah, but um, there's limitations to it. Like, right. Just having a battery that all they go to like 125 to 145 miles. Uh, can you estimate like how much time that you have? I mean, that's actually a big question I have is that, I mean, if you were going on a road trip or something, I mean, I wonder how long you can go before you have to actually charge that battery. Do you know how many approximately, like how many miles you have? Like if you're using your, your, the plug that you use to charge your iPhone, That'll be like twenty four hour, twenty four hours of charging from dead okay. to. But how long? How long can full. you travel though? Um, you know, like the battery kind of says, you know, the, the dashboard kind of says how long, and sometimes tops off at like one twenty five to one forty five miles. Okay. Um. And then, like, you kind of have to remember that, like, using AC and heat could, could kind of, you know, rupture. So, you know, so it can, can affect the amount of travel, miles traveled. Yeah, do you find it a hindrance as far as, no, you guys, uh, Corbin and Dirty Mouth, you guys are in Alaska. I'm in Chicago. Do you find that, that there are enough battery charging stations where you don't have to worry too much about how you road trip or using, I mean, I, if it's summertime, I'm going to be using AC all the time. I don't want to be, uh, have to worry about it, uh, cutting the energy or the battery out because there are, are there enough charge stations currently for you to, uh, be able to road trip without having to think about that too much. Um, I guess, Maybe there's like a couple fast chargers. Um, there's a lot of level twos around here. I've noticed that they increased the level two, which does take like four hours dead to full. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, the infrastructure is still building slowly but surely as we're, you know, working right. towards building. I, I was uh, really surprised how uh, in the past couple years they've they've been uh, installing charge stations all over town. Um, like I live I live like I don't know how many how would you say I live maybe uh, I live really close to to a whole set of uh, charging stations. Um, there's there's a a place called Fred Myers which is like the equivalent to Target. Uh, they have a couple. Um, of course, the electric company, uh, they have one or two, um, and they're in the, they're also popping up in different, uh, at the public library near, near my house, they have one. 
so it's it's coming along but it's it's uh it's not enough we we can't really road trip here we're kind of we're kind of uh landlocked um right it's different than living in omaha nebraska right, or but, in the midwest somewhere wherever right but if i lived in a city um i i think it would be great uh like if i lived in chicago uh i i wouldn't mind having an electric car you just be prepared and you do your thing and uh and you know you can maintain but is if you want to leave and you know go out of town and you have to do some serious planning and, and right it's interesting uh yeah, that you mentioned the city. I'm not sure about Alaska or Juneau, but here in the state of Illinois, a law has been passed where in a certain time frame, I'm not sure if it's five years or within 10 years, but there's a law passed saying that 50% of the cars, at least 50%, are going to have to be uh, electric cars. So there's definitely a movement being taken upon, uh, even a long time coming which we'll talk about in a minute, but uh, to change these gas, uh, these, you know, cars run by gasoline, which of course uh, enables our dependence on uh, foreign oil. And I don't know about you guys, I'm sick and tired of seeing that piece of shit Saudi Arabian prince with all of his gold and, and living his lavish lifestyles while he's murdering journalists. Right. Uh, and... And we're going to go off on a lot of tangents uh, no, on this subject besides global warming. But, I agree. Um, yeah, so you guys are all in favor of getting off oil dependence in this country. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you guys agree with that bill? Say approximately 50% of cars should be electric, or do you right. think people should have the right to choose gas-powered cars if they want to? Yeah, I, um, I kind of feel like the electric cars – or in another way, another band-aid solution. I mean, like, yeah, let's get off of oil, but, you know, a lot of our electric grids will run off of uh, gasoline. It's, it's still, like, it's still really hard to, like, make, like, we we, really, we might be unable to do a overnight transition um, right. of clean energy. But, like, I, feel, I still feel like maybe it, it doesn't stop there. Definitely having a central, centralized means of public transit right. would be like the next best step. Yeah. Um, that Good like point. you know, like you know, like almost like you know, like a bullet train that could totally eliminate the need for planes as well. Right. You got that in Japan. That's pretty. That's pretty like solid. It's form of transportation. And it's it's been that way for years. I mean, and they they're really. Uh, it's taken upon it uh, successfully, and uh, I've you know you 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 see people who've traveled them and they they have nothing but good things to, to say about them, and it's super efficient. Yeah, um, Corbin, can you elaborate a little bit more? You said something about grids are still gas powered, uh, are still oil powered. Um, I am actually unfamiliar with that grids pertaining to can you explain that a little bit more yeah you know like the infrastructure we have currently um you know a lot of a lot of the electric grids do run off of oil um hang on one second i want to say about 60 percent of uh america's electricity grid is fossil fuels. 
you know, coal, gas, petroleum, and whatnot. And um, I, I mean, we can, we can have like a lot of debates about this on, you know, nuclear energy, solar, whatnot. Right. Whatnot. You're saying that's a, a lot of electric, uh, or a lot of this uh, battery-powered uh, electric cars still need other forms of energy even to to operate themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I uh it is it's pretty hard to say what is and isn't sufficient to at the point where we're at cuz no, it feels like nothing's really been tried before. Right. You know, we're we're at the, you know, we haven't done anything and um we haven't done anything, we haven't tried anything. Um, that is what it sounds like. Well, yeah, we certainly haven't gotten very deep into the electric car. Now, of course, uh, Dirty Mouth, you and I had talked before about, you know, Elon Musk likes to take credit for being, you know, the electric car mogul. Um, and he may be the one making the money off it, but these were introduced in the 1990s by major American car manufacturers. Now, all of a sudden, now we're talking about the mid 90s, maybe 94, 95, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, they stopped, which we uh, cries of oil, big oil interference. What the uh, the word is is that they were paid off. These car manufacturers were paid off by the oil industry back in the mid '90s. Uh, we this is this recent barrage of, of electric cars is the first that America has done since then. But um, do you remember back in the mid '90s when there was a little bit of that uh, the new electric car? You know, so, going around as far as the people excitement about it. Right. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, um, I wasn't aware of the, at the time because I didn't. Uh, at that point in my life, I wasn't really watching any TV. I wasn't, you know, hip to that. I and uh, I didn't read enough like Greenpeace magazine. I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't fully. On, I wasn't fully on. Well, I was on board, but I wasn't aware of where. Uh, that technology was at, um, but I watched a documentary, I believe, called The Electric Car. I think that's what's the name of it. And uh, Yeah, I think I saw that as well. Killed The Electric Car? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. They, were on, they were on track to uh, going forth with it, and like, like, uh, like Dylan said, um, all of a sudden, like all these people who test drove the cars, they were on board with it and they were so excited about it. Even crazy Mel Gibson um, was on board, but then uh, they they took all the cars back and they they put them in a in a in a huge lot and locked them up. And yeah, big oil, uh, you know, fossil fuel companies killed it because they were just jealous. Um, and you know this. I mean, even before 1990, the 1990s, I just learned of the first electric car was made in the in the 30s, I believe, by a, uh, a French engineer, and it was actually a a successful car, but then uh, or product, but then I think World War II affect affected the pro, uh, the production of that. So if we, you know, if things were different, we lived in a different dimension or time zone time uh and there wasn't all these things interfering that required you know fossil fuels 
we could have had this technology going years ago and discovered more things. But now, uh, you know, now it's all happening and we're on the verge. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's many ways, you, you know, you can do this. But fossil fuel is definitely uh, manu the uh, corporations are definitely behind all that. Yeah, and uh, talking about let's relate this to politics a little bit. Uh, sure. We uh, we started covering how you know oil industries who have political influence obviously killed the electric car in the nineties. Um, now there's been a big push in, on the left side of things politically, uh, mostly by younger politicians, uh, Alexandria or Casio Cortez, is certainly a part of the. Uh, she tried to introduce a green energy bill. I think that, that got shot down a few years back, but um, this is something I think that's building that uh, future generations are really going to be worried about. We'll see what kind of changes they make in the future. That, here's an example of the difference between uh, administrations. I mean, there is heavy tax breaks and emphasis on sustainable uh, green energy in the Obama administration, and immediately uh, Trump comes in, gets rid of those, which means nothing because basically tried to erase everything Obama did, regardless of if it helped or not, because he just wanted to try to erase his place in history, I think. But um, now what Trump tried to do in his administration is try to bring back the coal industry. That's all I heard about from him is let's start mining coal again. Let's start using coal, which, of course, is a major fossil fuel uh, pollutant. It's unnecessary. Uh, it's unneeded. It's a waste. It's a turd. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about this. I mean, it's uh, not only does it create cancer and kill, it's a, uh, uh, I forget what the term is for it. It's uh, the same thing as if you're uh, burning anything. If you stand in front of like uh, smoke, uh, it's a carcinogenic, carcinogenic uh, substance that's going to kill the people that mine it and destroy the ozone. Why would this be something we want to go back to. It's, it's um, go ahead, Corey. Um, actually, they have anything to say. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna. I'm just say like it's it's solely political. Uh, John Oliver, like four or five years ago, busted out. Uh, he busted out a couple uh, coal companies, and they tried to sue HBO, and they lost because uh, he reported that. Uh, not only is is coal mining obsolete, um, you know, it's it's strictly political. Uh, it's not just obsolete, but it's also like the the people who own the coal company. They make millions, and on top of it, uh, they create these like these these uh, these deadly environments that basically they have no love or uh, they have no compassion for their their workers, their employees, and people will die from accidents. Uh, you know, like they just, they don't follow the, uh, uh, they don't follow like EPA guidelines. Like, you know, they, they do whatever they want for just for money. And um, they're just like super greedy. And uh, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. I mean, even, even coal miners have been reported say it's like unnecessary. And a lot of them, you know, who fight for it, they just been doing it for so long that it's 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 just uh it's it's all political yeah and this whole bs thing about it's excuse me creating 
American jobs or that you're losing American jobs without coal. That is a part of sustainable energy as far as new green energy. Part of sustaining is our jobs, careers. So you can't have sustainable energy without people uh, being able to abstract the energy from whatever source you're trying to get it from. Um, I, I thought it was funny when I saw a um, how Trump was talking about uh, he started to save the chickens movement because of windmills. Um, and I don't know about you guys. I, I drove around uh, with my job that I do. I've driven all around uh, the Midwest here, and I see uh, these windmills all over different small towns uh, going back and forth. I've never seen, I know that a chicken or two might get caught up in it. I've never seen, I don't see barrages of feathers all over the place um, when I see these windmills. And uh, there was a joke, I think, that uh, he came out and said, oh, we got to save the chickens, save the chickens. Right. And uh, Stephen Colbert's late night show, he showed a picture of him. He said, well, he's having a funeral for this the latest chicken to fall to the windmill, and it was a big. It was a picture of an eight-piece chicken, right. the Kentucky Fried Chicken that Trump was eating. Right. As if he really cares about chickens. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't yeah. see any. Yeah, what do you guys think? I don't see any reason why he's going after green energy and trying to sustain these, uh, or trying to go back to these older forms of energy, besides just to do the opposite of what the left wing is doing. Right. I mean, is there any other reason for it? This politics. There's no other reason. He doesn't care. He didn't know shit. He doesn't know shit. Uh, and it's, like I said, it's just politics. There's no other reason. He didn't give a shit about that. I know he's probably had a history of disliking that shit, of, uh, disliking windmills for just ignorant, you know, pure ignorance. But uh, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, uh, everything yeah. he did was based off of, it was based uh, on a political promise or something for his base. That's it. Yeah. My guess, of course, is also that him and, and his friends and, and a bunch of the uh, old style Republicans maybe still own a lot of oil stock. Right. And that's where they, you know, it's, of course, if you have whatever your business in, if you get in, that's why a lot of people that are in business get into politics to pass laws to basically safe protect their own industries that they're in charge of, which is uh, pretty disgusting. I, that, that shouldn't. You know, uh, I, that shouldn't surprise anybody that that's the main reason why people do that. I Going back to fossil fuels, like coal mining, uh, my personal thing is why don't they, you know, have, why don't they open up solar, you know, solar panel factories or, you know, green energy uh, factories of some sort and just train these people, like transfer over and train the people who used to do coal mining and, you know, give them some free training and have them learn a new trade. I don't, why can't there be more initiatives towards that? Like, it's actually proven to be uh, a pretty good uh, way of doing things. You know, you phase out uh, phase out coal, coal mining and other forms of mining and, and, and do the right thing. I mean, we have mining, we have, we don't have coal mines here, but we have, uh, we have two, I think three mining companies here. Um, and a lot of people go to that because it's a better paying job, but it's like, you know, it's it's like why don't we switch shit up? You know. Yeah, I, I think I think what Alaska mines is like mostly. Like what is mined in Alaska? 
the oil and something else. Gold, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I imagine is there like uh gold, silver, copper, zinc, granite, cobalt, lead, various elements, and other minerals that are found in Alaska. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, there's some pretty dangerous pipelines set up in different parts of the country. I'm not sure about specifically Alaska, but I know that was a way the Republicans have always said to try to, to mine some more oils to create these pipelines into these areas where it might destroy the the wildlife or some of the natural areas that they're uh, creating these pipelines for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Conoco Phillips just greenlit the um, the Willow Project, which is an oil drilling project, the North Slope, and the National um, Petroleum Reserve in Alaska. The project was uh, originally to construct and operate up to five drill pads for a total of 250 oil wells. Yeah. Yeah, besides that, of course, there's, we know about the oil spills from Exxon in the uh, oceans. Um, yeah. Yeah, and as it turns out, uh, this is why I hate Republicans for saying that they, we don't need, um, we don't need to check on these companies as far as regulations to have regulations come on these companies because I know that with the um, underwater oil pipeline, all they had to do was spend a little bit more money on these the caps that uh, go from the pipeline into into the boats or you know whatever source they're using you get it from from the uh, from the ground under the water to it would have prevented that oil spill back in I, I, it must have been 15 years ago by now um, and they just didn't do it so that's a, a good example of uh, besides testing out new forms of energy, um, any of the old energy that we still use, we need heavy regulations on these companies that will very freely pollute the earth, the air, and the water at uh, the expense of everyone else just to stay, save a few dollars and get the stockholders some some more money. Literally. Like, uh, yeah. I remember uh, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to go there, but yeah, it's uh it's it's just a it's a dirty shitty way of of uh of of uh extracting or you know fossil food. We don't we don't need that shit, man. I I don't I think we can uh we can recycle a lot of stuff and a lot of minerals. Um I I believe that uh mining in general is just it's just destroying the earth. I I I heard the other day that uh they're gonna. They're, they've been. They've been drilling, or they're gonna start drilling in the Grand Canyon, um, which I didn't know that they were doing. And they want to. They want to. Uh, they want to open up the. Uh, start drilling in the uh, on the, a lot of the national parks. So, I'm not. Nice. I hate that shit too. It's like, what's wrong with these people? Yeah. Nothing's. Nothing about. Nothing, the beautiful part of nature, nothing about that is sacred when it comes to making money. No. Or the people um, that live and, there. 
Exactly. The wildlife, the people who live there, um, it's pretty disgusting. Um, we've got one other major type of pollutant uh, out there besides the one we've talked about. This one is methane. Uh, methane is really heavily produced by beef manufacturers. Uh, oh, McDonald's yeah. and Burger King have their own cattle grazing fields in South America. Uh, besides the ones that are, of course, in America, the major fast food chains, which produce a ton of beef, which, you know, I admit I'm guilty for. I eat a lot less fast food than I used to, but um, it, it's, it's, some of it is because of uh, their practice, besides my health, is their, the practices of how they do it. So in South America, like I said, McDonald's and Burger King have uh, major cattle grazing field farms, which produces a lot of methane. Uh, from these cows, from their gas. Uh, and, you know, one thing that they could certainly do better is cows naturally should be feeding on grass. Right. <laughs> now, what they do, besides pumping them full of hormones and, and growth hormones and all different kinds of chemicals, um, they also feed them corn, which bloats them, makes them fat. And uh, which, you know, to them, I guess, is good because you're getting bigger cows. But what they've ended up finding out why even some of these uh, macro producers are changing over to grass is that it's going to increase tainted meat, basically. It'll give the cows cancer. You'll get into the cows. You'll find out a whole portion of it will be cancerous, unusable. And, of course, they'll just cut around the cancerous area and keep the rest. But a very inefficient, horrible way to farm animals. What do you guys think about? Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, well, Gorman, you go ahead. Well, um, let's see. Yeah, I mean that sounds sounds about right. Just trying to reinvent the farming methods. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean like cows use a lot of water. Um, Especially like even the food that's grown will require so much water that um, that it's just it's just gonna it's just gonna be really hard to ration all of that when those droughts happening and you know California is drilling for water I think they're still drilling for water yeah, the all those storms at the beginning of this year I don't think they've ever recuperated you know ever saved California. Right. From being in a drought. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, they recently shown a picture of the earth compared to, I think it was 30 years ago. And you can see the the land looks like it's dehydrating. Right. I mean, it's it's actually, it's, it's you can see a difference of the water versus the land. It has to do with how much water we're pumping out from under the earth, which is technically dehydrating the earth as a whole. I'm not sure where, how far that's going. Or what uh, specific dangers are in the near future? But it can't be. You know, have that on the list of things that can't be good for our, the future of our planet. Yeah, uh, you have. I mean, you have in Brazil uh, a couple of years ago uh, the the uh, you know, Brazil's Trump uh, Bolsonaro. He basically allowed all these uh, all this these lands to be uh, all this clear cutting. Uh, and so there was a, there was lots of fires because the land was dry, um, and they they're clear cutting so they can open up farms, and you know I, I believe uh, mine for 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 uh, 
fossil fuels and uh it's it's been destroying their land and uh which in fact destroys the earth because brazil is a huge the, you know the the amazon and a lot of the the land there helps uh filter out the air and re, you know replenishes the the uh the uh, the oxygen and the ozone you know in the atmosphere so um you know it's just it's killing us like it just uh from so many different angles and then the indigenous people and uh you know the natives that have to that live there they're being affected and being pushed out um being uh, uh harassed by the the construction companies and the mining companies and the the clear cutting and the de deforestation uh and it's 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 just nasty you know and it's let's you know we should not forget listeners need to understand that like you know it's not just it's the land's getting fucked the animals are getting fucked and the human and the people that live in these regions are getting fucked um and it's like we're all connected so it's like once you start uh once you start you know interfering with one one thing then it'll affect uh, the people and the animals in the in, in the world's process. Absolutely. So. Yeah, dude, you're talking about the domino effect of how it's one will affect another. And if you're talking about deforestation, which has a lot to do with the wildfires, uh, it also affects when you're talking about how areas are warmer longer and cooler for shorter amounts of time. Right. Will certainly affect migration patterns of animals in a certain it is. Uh, area. Right it is right yeah. now affecting animals. We're seeing it here in Alaska. You can see it in Chicago where I'm sure you're seeing animals. If you drive up north to Rogers Park, like I used to go when I lived there, I'd walk and I start seeing these like woodland animals walking around raccoons and uh, uh, I, I want to say coyotes. Yeah, I think there is a lot of coyotes in, uh, in Illinois. But I mean, they're starting to come to the city. Because they don't have shit, you know. Here, here it's like uh, the bears are, and the deer are coming closer, and they're getting more bold because they don't they don't have anything in their original home, so they're starting to move. The polar bear and the grizzly bear have started mating, creating a new species because uh -oh. the polar bears are starting to uh, they're starting to go extinct or look for other ways to survive because they can't be up north anymore because that's their home and it's melting. Have to leave. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it makes sense that they're hibernating less. I mean, part of their hibernation process is the cold. Right. Um. And of course, there's a you know the way that we we, we we're not we don't do a very good job in a lot of areas as far as sustainable anything, sustainable fishing, sustainable farming. Um. A lot of these methods are certainly affecting uh, animals and their, what they're feeding on and where they're at. And we certainly don't want to change that pattern when it comes to keeping them in, away from humans, right. whether it's that or whether it's sharks in the ocean, which we see a little bit of an increase in, in shark attacks right. recently. I know that the climate change changes the... Um, uh, the, the tides when they make... Uh, come in uh, more or less as far as you'll see sharks getting into more uh, shallow waters and right. attacking people. Right. So um, uh, just a problem all the way around. 
Yeah, so you want to add to that, so you have the orcas that are attacking boats randomly, like pods of orcas snapping out on boats. Um, you have, uh, uh, so speaking of fishing, uh, my uncle's a fisherman. Uh, he makes my cousin and he get arguments because my cousin's like, we should just stop fishing because we don't make any money. They spend more money preparing for the trips out than actually what they end up getting. People just aren't fishing uh, as much as they used to, or the it, the fishing industry is being affected because there just aren't as many fish anymore um, right. because it's been overfished. Yes. So, I mean, there's all these aspects. And you talk about up north uh, with the Inuits and a lot of uh, the more of the northern clans up north, uh, they they can't whale hunt anymore which is like something that is not just cultural is they live off, you know, one whale or two whales will sustain and, you know, an entire village for a year. And now they can't do that because it's like, they can't, because they use the ice, you know, the, there's old ice, right? So they bring the, the whales up to clean it, you know, and, you know, cut it up and everything. And they can't do it anymore because there's not the, all the older ice is melting and they can't, they, there's not enough ice, uh, older ice to sustain uh, the weight of the whales. And the uh, was in 2015, I saw on Vice News that the uh, mayor of Barrow, Alaska, was talking about, which is like the most, like, northern, it's the furthest part of Alaska, the top of the, you know, the, the state. And the mayor was talking about how he wanted to move the town back, like, 20 miles, literally, because it's like, the it's it's melting. Like, there's, you know... They have all system of heating and everything, and because everything is melting, it's like destroying the towns, and and it's and it's it's fucking with the people's lives. Absolutely, uh, Corbin. Anything to add before we move on to the next uh, subject? Uh, not not much. Actually, I um, I also yeah, I feel like you know, the disaster stuff feels like. All that might be left for us to do is just minimize the damage. Uh, right. It's gotten, gotten pretty, you know, pretty far down the, pretty far down the side of the hole where, you know, we're flooding because the glacier melted so much and all of Maui's burning down. Right. We're going to, yeah, we'll talk about that next, huh? Yeah, well, hey, wait a minute, though. Okay. Now, now we should be listening to the smart people with this, okay? Now, Trump trusts his gut. When he walks out and it's a cool day, now, how are we going to convince the 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 Trumpers, the maggots, that that global warming really exists if, if there's still wintertime? Right. So, I heard that they, they believe... They believe in climate change now. Like the evangelical Christian Trumpers, they believe in climate change now, but they don't think that they could do anything to, um, they don't think they could do anything because it's uh, God's will or something. <laughs> right. Wow. So fuck it, let's just keep going right. and we'll take it all the way to the end. Yeah. Like so what kind of a, so but how, what, what a greater example of saying, you know what, okay, well, whatever we do, let's not listen to you. Because you were wrong about this for so long, uh, let's uh, 
I mean, I can't think of a greater example of, of uh, putting somebody's opinion on the back of the in the back of the picket line. There, uh, there is that set of uh, ev- evangelicals that um, they want to let everything go to shit, and then they can reap, they can uh, basically reap everything um, because they're waiting for the anti. They're waiting for the for the uh, they're waiting for the, the savior the savior to come. So, like, you know, the planet is theirs, and just let it go, because who cares? We have no control. Um, I, I mentioned this before. Uh, what kills me is about, about, you know, some of these Christians where they, I don't I don't get the logic. So, like, in the Bible, it talks about free will, right? So, like, we as humans are responsible for this shit, because God goes, no, nah, it's yours, you deal with it. And that's, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the rules of the game of of religion. Um, so it's like, they believe that we have no effect on the earth whatsoever. And anything that, you know, that we don't have an effect on anything goes into the atmosphere or the, you know, the lands and, you know, fuck them because it's like ours and we don't need to care. Um, I, I just, like, there's so many different, I feel like all this shit is connected and it's like, uh, I I I kind of agree. I agree with Corbin, where it's like we just have to now try to find a way to survive. Because uh, I just heard the other day that uh, we're heating faster than the estimated, you know, 20 years ago. Uh, things are going faster than they anticipated. As you know, there's all these different uh, global disasters happening, and they're happening. They're escalating faster than we thought. Yeah, it's 100 degrees. If you want to swim in Florida. It's closer to a hot tub than it is a swimming pool. Right. Uh, it's 100 degrees there. So, well, hey, the last thing I'll say about that, separation of church and state. Right. And if, if there's anything that the Democrats can be doing, it's really railing in the rhetoric the same way the Republicans do when an opportunity comes to capitalize on it. You know, uh, they will always never not take advantage of the perfect spur of the moment type of shit, like pushing through a Supreme Court justice after one's died. Or, right. but like, and, you know, there is no, there is nothing coming out of Biden about a climate emergency, right? Yeah. yeah. He, there's, there's, yeah. He failed um, that, man. I mean, is he, is he too old to care? I don't know, man, but he I mean, he that, that seems to be a generational thing. Is he, people right. are calling for, like, uh, you know, limits on age. Should, I mean, he's 80. I mean, should, should anybody over 70? I don't know. I mean, it, that seems to be a generational thing. Yeah, but, you know, Bernie was pushing for environmental action and funding for that, and but, you know, he got pushed out. So I, I don't know, man, I, but you look and, you know, Fossil fuel companies pay off Democrats and Republicans, so I, I don't I don't get it, man. I just right. it shouldn't even be about that. It should be like, look, man, do you want to survive? Okay, whenever we want, we're going to get start talking about Juno news. Let's do this, but <laughs> all right. Well, that was my that's our next topic here. Uh, I guess I was going to start with Juno or Maui, but let's go with with Juno. You guys have uh, a lot of experience with this. You are living it right now. Uh, Dirty Mouth, the, as I call the eco-journalist, uh, sent some fabulous pictures. Well, 
fabulously taken pictures of an unfabulous situation. And you know, if you look at the logo of our of this episode, uh, we're going to try to upload a picture of these of these uh, ice caps melting to, to give you a firsthand view of them. So, guys, talk about what's going on in Juneau. There's what uh, flooding, ice caps melt, melting, that stuff. Having a, having glacier melt at an extraordinary length, you know, extraordinary degree, uh, to where it caught it caused western streams. Um, yeah. Um. I, I love, I, I don't mind seeing, you know, Alaska in the news, but it's sad when it's on, for a political or a, a uh, because for an environmental disaster. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, I live like, I live pretty close to that area. I live like five minutes away by car to where all that happens. Hello? Okay. Uh, I live five minutes away from there. And, you know, I, I, I work at a grocery store, like I said, and, uh, uh, you know, you have people telling me, you know, reports of like what happened near their homes. I mean, there were like so many homes that were just literally like wiped out within an hour, like destroyed. Um, you know, and then you had people who wanted to check it out. So, you know, you had all these people just chilling there in the neighborhood when, and the, and the roads aren't that wide. So, it's like you had the emergency crews trying to come in and people just gawking like, an, you know, like an accident. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. We're trying to, like, save some shit. But uh, it's it's fucking nuts, man. And, and uh, you know, I I've knew I've known this shit. I've known this shit since I seen this shit and I already foresaw this shit. Uh, I came up to visit Juno one time in 2003 and uh, that was my first real, you know, realization that this shit is for real. And that was like in 2003. So this is, you know, this is just, uh, we're just living through it now. It's starting. It's it's kind of like, you know, if we don't do anything at this very moment, we're fucked. Or we're going to have to be like the Matrix and, and dig holes and go below the earth because it's not fucking going to, you're going to destroy everything. So... Yeah, either that or Elon can bring a special few people to Mars, right? Yeah, he could fucking go to Mars and, you know, all these fucking rich people want to leave. Get out of here. Go ahead. We want our planet. You know, I'm serious. Yeah. Dude. Like, it's like you sh you don't want to help out the environment. You have, it's like money. It's like you don't want to give it. You don't want to help out. You want to hoard everything and destroy our planet and contribute to this shit. And then fucking you want to, you want to be a tourist. Go stay on another planet. Go see how that works in Mars, you know? How that fucking how that fucking works? It's just it's fucking ridiculous. I humanity is we're we're as a species of beings we're fucking some of the stupidest. Yeah, I wonder sometimes. Uh, it's, it's it's really pretty disgusting. Um, what is what passes for okay? Part people are okay with it, uh, what's going on, and or not paying attention. I mean, how could, if you have kids especially, I don't even have kids. If you have kids, how can you not be overly concerned I'm about what type of air they're going to breathe, what type right. of water they're going to drink, uh, what kind of soil they're going to walk out, what they're going to be eating. Right. Um, all right, guys, any other news on Juno before we transition to 
the big one? Um, uh, like, I mean, the governor, I think the governor has um, taken some measures. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, maybe he called it emergency. I, um, I didn't actively search for it, like like the governor's response. Like I had to Google it. I didn't see shit. I I saw the okay. mayor. I saw the governor of Hawaii go on the news, but I didn't see the the governor of Alaska do any kind of press. Maybe he did. I was the mayor yeah. for that uh, for that matter. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Let me let me just kind of. Uh, but it's, you know, I, I just have a story to tell, like when I was younger, I lived in California and in the eighties and, you know, I used to go swimming and, uh, when I, I, I'd go down in my pool and I'd come up in my, you know, I'd take a big deep breath and my lungs would literally hurt. And I was only like, I was only in like my, you know, between, between the age of like five, five through like nine I believe or no, nine through like 11. Uh, I, you know, we'd go swimming every summer and it, I always found it so weird. And then, so the governor of, you know, Jerry Brown, who was the governor at the time, he had strict uh, environmental laws, you know, and made people, he forced people to, uh, to um, use their, their, their uh, dishwashers and their uh, clothes washers less, um, reuse the, the water and, um, he had affected like, uh, you know, he was strict on polluting and, uh, there was a successful, uh, aluminum can program where like you could go and recycle your cans and bottles at a, at a distributor and like, you'd get money for it. And there was a lot, and it ended up cleaning up a lot of the, uh, emissions. And then after he left the, the mayor following or the governor following got rid of them and it made uh, California gross again. So, um, these rules and these laws are effective if you, if you, uh, apply them and people are cooperative, but you have so many Americans, we have this attitude where it's like, fuck you. It's all about me. And shit goes bad. And they're like, no, nah, I don't care. I just want my own shit. I don't fucking care about anybody else. And you can see the effects of that. Just, it's amazing. He issued a disaster de declaration. Oh, good. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, he is, you know, he, I think he is trying to be in the pockets of, like, of, like, um, I don't, I, I really feel like this guy, he, he referred to Alaska as the world's warehouse, you know? As oh, like, nice. Yeah, as in, like, a place where you pick out resources. I don't know, but... Yeah, I I think he's I think he's trying to be in the pockets of big oil and shit like that, you know. Yeah. Um, this is a pretty red state. Yeah, and you know with that comes corruption. Right. Um. Uh, I think that's about all I had to look up for right now. But okay. Um. Let's hope. So. Uh, hopefully, we see some solidarity. Uh, and, and the uh, disaster is coming. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, Maui. Uh, of course, you know, we started this subject about a week ago, talking about global warming. Now, coincidentally and unfortunately, 
the biggest wildfire in our nation's history currently happened at in Maui, where there's currently, I think they said 100, 100 fatalities so far. I believe it's still climbing. Um, what, what, do you guys, what have you guys seen about this? Uh, any footage or... Yeah, it's, it's a mess, dude. It, it, uh, I, I made a joke. I made kind of a, a rough joke, but it, I said it looked like after the United States military has invaded a country there, it just looks, it just looks toppled and it's just, uh, it's heartbreaking. And you hear about, I've seen a couple of reports where people have had to jump in the water and like, you know, they had to watch their, their family die because they couldn't do anything, uh, because of the fire. And then, Oh, and then the, this is a beautiful thing I learned today. Uh, uh, Paris Hilton was chilling and vacationing and wouldn't leave after like the authorities were like, you gotta leave. You have to leave. And they're just in the touring company, uh, the company that she was with, you know, uh, that took her out. They didn't, they didn't listen at all. So there, as the, as, as, uh, Tahina is going, is burning up in flames in Maui, uh, Paris Hilton and her husband and baby, which I understand why you have your baby there while there's a fire going on are just chilling on the beach. Yeah, Corbin, well, I, I'm, well this is the forum is for you guys to, to talk, oh, okay. right? Introduce yeah. the subject. And so that that's what those gaps are for, for anybody else to fill in. Um, yeah. So I, I, I'm i seeing, I'm seeing like the discourse around this being that there's something up with, um, that, that this is planned, which is like absolute bullshit. But like, um, you know, conspiracy theorists will fucking do everything to, I don't know, to distract more people who are dumb like them to realize that, like, to realize, to, to, to not have to realize how uh, people fuck them over in day-to-days. Like, um, yeah, I mean, like, there's, some, there's something about... Like having suspicions about Oprah Winfrey buying up land in Maui. The fuck, man. Our oh, favorite person, me. Roseanne Barr, is there. Is she really? Oh yeah. Yeah, she's got a um. What do you call those special nuts? Macadamia. I think she's got a macadamia farm. Oh, beautiful. I mean, there's... Uh, so yeah, lots of lots of devastation in Maui. Uh, as far as I know, they're still counting the. The dead bodies, um, and again, it was a wildfire that was started there. Um, it just really adds into. I'm not sure about uh, you know California is obvious as far as all of the. We talked about the deforestation in Maui. I don't have a lot of information about the subject. The only thing I've seen is that it looked like it was near the coast as opposed to in the middle of the forest. Right. So I'm wrong. So. What happened, I guess, was that, uh, you know, it's been so warm and uh, part of it, I, I had heard a report that there was a hurricane and the winds from the hurricane were so strong that uh, they they had pushed or they had affected like the power lines and then the power lines uh, were sparking and then it it, it affected the land. I. Now, I, you know, you guys can uh, research that part yourselves or whatever, but that's what I had heard, um, which, you know, is another 
another thing you can add were like this the hurricanes you know that happen all the time uh you know you have puerto rico that are affected by hurricanes and all this shit and it's you know it, it like i said it all it all it all affects everybody in some way and you know i i you know the history of like you know and you can also go back to colonization it's like you know because of colonization back you know so many years ago hundreds of years ago this is set up where you know it's affected like current society so it's like you know you have the tourist problem uh there's been a big uh push for like you know ceasing or you know like like lessening of the tourist industry in Hawaii because it's affecting the people there the rent and everything it's you know it's 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 not this luxurious place that like people go and do it. it's a it's a place of people's homes like there's a whole history of that place and you know you got, it, it's constantly exploited like you know like Alaska is and uh it, you know it's it's like yeah people like Paris Hilton and Roseanne Barr and all these people you know buying up shit and it's like you know it see what happens it's like you know are they going to take care of like the native people there you know, are you going to take care of the the locals and and you know because it's like you've affected the the entire like you know the state and you know I I mean and not to go on a tangent but to go far back a couple of years ago there was a report on how the U.S. military uh, the fuel that was stored I think on the main island started polluting the water so it's like you know you, you I don't you know you take all these different elements. And now we're seeing the effects of that shit. And it's 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 just going to destroy places. And, you know, they'll just adapt. You know, if you have money, you can adapt. Fuck it, you know. I was actually surprised to hear Jeff Bezos lo- donate some money, even though he could have donated like a billion just to be a fucking nice guy. But a million, I guess, is close, you know. But or That's the thing. That's the thing. They donate pocket change. They donate the equivalent of you and I um, handing someone... Five dollars, you know. Right. Yeah, an hour's worth of work. Right. Yeah. I mean, from what I saw, the reports, Tahina is, like, destroyed. I mean, it's like, it's burnt to the ground. So what the fuck are you going to do? You know, it's like, but, you know, what do you expect, though, either? It's like, you know, these things are happening, and, and sometimes you just can't throw money at shit. You know, I just, I just feel bad, man. It's just, you know, it's, it's just sad. And that's the world we live in. And, you know, it's like every sci-fi movie is coming, fucking coming to life, you know, Uh what it feels like. Yeah. So it really, it really feels like, um, it really feels like, uh, this underreporting happening in terms of deaths. Um, like some, 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 some of the locals on the ground are taking to the internet saying that thousands, likely thousands of fucking died and there's people still trying to vacation there with, um, how do, you, and, how do you do that? I mean, how do you, I just don't get it, man. I'm so, I, I just, I'm never, I'm never, uh, I'm always surprised at how disgusting people are, especially rich people. Um, that you could sit there and not want to do something like, you know, if you have a yacht, fucking pick up these people in the water. If you have some, you know, help evacuating shit, like try to fucking do some shit. Like it's not expected upon the rock and Jason Momoa to fucking, you know, they, it's like, you know, more people need to fucking be involved and like, 
how far just the U.S. military going one aircraft carrier and they could have fucking picked the people up. Like, there's all this fucking shit, man. But, you know, fuck it. Who cares? What the fuck? I, uh, I, I do, I do want to, uh, let's see. I do want to touch on that, like, yeah, there's no, it seems like there is no assistance at all being, uh, no assistance from the government agencies at all. Really? Uh, no. And, and, you know, to, to circle back to that, like, people vacationing, I mean, there was, there was people, you know, who were, you know, sitting outside eating in the restaurants. Well, there are people marching in the streets, like back in you know June 2020. Right. It's always just the cute, cute tourist thing. It's uh, it's always a, it's all. Oh, well, don't worry about. It. We don't need to worry about. It. Look at look at what's going on. We don't want to be part uh, of the yeah. solution. We have a bad history of when natural disasters happen. Go back to Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans in 2005, I believe it was. Right. Uh, very little government assistance. There's arguments between different facets of the government, uh, whether that's uh, oh, oh, FEMA, we got to use FEMA for that. No, well, where are we going to take the tax dollars from? And they're trying to figure this out um, while people are dying. And that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that happens when um, when Republicans get into office and lower taxes on the rich. Uh, which, of course, they, uh, anytime the Democrats get in office, and yes, th- this is we do separate this politically between the right and the left because the left technically wants more taxes on the ultra rich. We shouldn't have to go to Amazon and say, "Can you give us your pocket change to help help this out?" Wait, fuck that! I want corporate tax back. I want uh, tax uh, luxury taxes on people that make over uh, five hundred million dollars, or it's got to be more than. 35%. Uh, they've got more money than they can do anything with while people are dying when natural disasters happen. Um, and yeah, I remember when the Puerto Rico thing happened, Trino Trump did, he went out there and he threw paper, paper towels, towels at the people and said, here, go ahead and, and wipe up some of this. Stuff. So uh, like, nasty. Someone should, have, someone should have actually sent them a drift. They, they should have had a little, a little piece of wood, put them on it, push them right. out in the ocean and say, Offend for yourself because that—that's the way that you treat uh, human beings. The government is supposed to be there. Remember, this—this this is not exactly—it's not supposed to be a for-profit enterprise. Right. I mean, you—you—you you, you tax people, you get uh, amounts of dollars to help when these kind of things right. happen, and you don't have to look for handouts when when as the disaster is going on. Uh, they're supposed to be there to help in time of need. They're like the financial version of the police who's there to protect and serve. That's what the government is supposed to be there for. Right. Uh, so the fact that we're the richest country in the world and we can watch this happen time after time with these natural disasters, uh, I'm not saying we can prevent every single one, uh, certainly, um, but this this goes into this goes into that. And I know that when Trump got into office, he immediately lowered the corporate tax from 35% down to 20. He got rid of uh, Bush, got way back when, got rid of the luxury tax that Clinton had put into. Uh, and you know what it does? It just creates more billionaires. Um, I mean, okay, so that, that's. We have more billionaires right. now more than ever, too. They're growing exponentially while they're tearing out the middle class. Yeah. So uh, it just happens they buy up stock. Stock is available. Rich people buy it up uh, when, and uh, you know they make the money off of it. Of course, 
You don't think there's a lot of insider knowledge as to they have, there's so much money going around. And this is going off into a different topic here, but it just reminds me of uh, this failed capitalist system that we have as far as spreading the wealth around. And government is a part of it. Like as far as where the tax money is goes and where how the government helps. Oh my and I just God. know this. When I heard in the banking industry uh, talking about 2009, as soon as I heard too big to fail, as in there's people that have too much money that if they go down, the whole system goes down, that's an example of, of how our capitalism has failed. There's way too much money in the hands of a few people. Right. Um, and anytime that happens, those people, didn't, and as the old saying goes, rich people don't get rich by writing a lot of checks. Um, so, the, you know, I, I know this is about global warming, but it ties into politics, which ties into how much pe- how much money people have, how much they're taxed, how much money we have to, to help people in times of need. Um, and I know that... Oh, yeah, you, you, go ahead. Yeah, you, you make a good point because, like, they control this more than we do, and they, you know, they, they use the most resources that us. Like, right. I mean, like ultimately, they act like, well, I just live my life, and I'm, you know, I just it doesn't affect you, and don't worry about my life and how much money I'm. I'm just going to make more money. But we end up, us, the 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 poor, and the you know, have to we 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 help build their wealth, and like, and, and they they lobby the government, you know, like you know, everything kind of interwoven, like like they lobby the government to prevent. Issue, so they're not taxed. Right. And um, you know they cut so many corners with um, loose, you know, with little to no regulations on environmental, um, on environmental shit. So you know, they're, it's in their best interest for nothing to happen with climate. You know, with right. current climate. They they make. Yeah foolish comments about well what do you mean and that, that, there was like about 10 years ago this one senator brought in a a, a, a a snowball and goes if there's if there's global warming why do i have a snowball and i hate that that comment i hate that 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 argument because it's 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 like they have no idea what they're talking about um i i just uh it's like you have the kardashians for instance um, they, you know, they, they, they take, you know, they used to go around and in, in, in their groups and they would literally take up blocks with all their cars. So everybody else would have to deal with their shit. And that's like a, a minor thing, but it's, it's, it's just to prove that it's just like, like I said, I've said before, rich people, wealthy people live in, in, within, in our society, they live in their own society within our society. And it's like, they're not even part of it. So then it's like, they can do whatever they can they can ruin towns and, you know, like Walmart and, and, uh, they can destroy a lot. And it's like, then they can fucking take up all our money. And it's like, they don't have to pay taxes. And, you know, Elon Musk, you know, hates to pay taxes. That fucking guy, like the only good thing I think he's done is he helped out Puerto Rico with like a couple solar panels, but that was about it. And, you know, it's like, he he wanted to, he left California because of the strict environmental laws because he didn't want to fucking abide by them so he moves to Texas which is a, a shithole and, and you know and uh, with uh, free reign for corporations and shit and so I, I just 
I don't know, man. I, I have less sympathy and, you know, I, I don't, I'm becoming more bitter over, you know, older I get because it's just like the same shit and it's just getting worse. Thanks for lose hope that the real change could happen, right? I mean, in this country, other countries, it's like you, you have, you see all these things that are different, you know, different countries are trying to do. And, but the United States, like we're the biggest, we're like globally, we're the biggest idiots. And, Everybody looks at us like we are, because it's just like, how are your people so stupid? How are you so dirty? And why is everybody getting killed by guns when we don't have this problem, unless we're a war-torn country that the U.S. military is probably... Yeah, Japan's dumping nuclear waste, or they're about to dump the nuclear wastewater into the ocean, which they did before. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, because you got oil... You have the oiling... Uh, you have the whaling issue... Uh, by, you know, certain countries, they're, you know, killing everything and sharks, killing sharks. And, um, yeah, I guess you're right. I just, yeah. It just feels like we don't do shit here. We get close and then we fucking, and then we just say fuck it. Yeah, there's, there's still some, there's still some decent, like, I mean, not really decent, but just, like, still, like, advanced I think we should, I, I want to mention one more thing is uh, that we, they don't talk about in the equation of like global warming and climate changes is how, how much wars affect the environment and weapons and like, you know, you have mines that are left after a war and what the effects the bombs have on countries and, and uh, 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 all the chemicals they use and drop on people, uh, how those, you know, have everlasting effects um and destroys people's homes and like you know countries and they can't you know they can't build sustainable places because it's destroyed and it's war torn by you know the united states or france or you know the local uh uh warlord or something you know or dictator and it's it's uh that's the other thing you know it's like all these weapons we united states drops on people all the bombing and shit I mean, if you look at Vietnam, after Vietnam, uh, there was so much, uh, you had U.S. soldiers and the, and the, and the Vietnamese uh, civilians and, you know, Viet Cong were all affected by Agent Orange and all the chemicals that were released. Um, you know, it's it's like, ask, you know, if you, have, if you know somebody who's a veteran and they have fucking like, you know, Agent Orange poisoning or... Uh, uh, you have like the Gulf War syndrome where they don't totally know uh, what is totally wrong with some of these, some of the soldiers that came back, um, you know, but there's a lot of cancer. It's like, there's nothing clean. It, it all has an effect. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's an additional thing that affects the world. Um, I, I don't know. I just, uh, it's, 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 it's hard because you have people in government that, fight this shit like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, and all the Republicans going off and wanting to save big oil, but it's like, you know, they don't want to sustain the bill. They don't have any, uh, they have no uh, solutions. They just want to keep things the way they are. So. Okay, uh, and as Corbin mentioned before, the biggest appropriators of global warming is China as far as polluting the air. 
Uh, are in, they have their industrial revolution that's happened there over recent years, which is a lot of American jobs, a lot of American factories. Right. Moving over to China, which spews a lot of pollution into the air. So they're, they're number one. We got to do what we can do. We have to hold them accountable. Uh, we got to wrap this up here. Last thing to mention. Oh, no, oh China has the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of blame to go around, uh, lots of improvement to be made. Real quick, um, let's just give a little bit of credit to Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Uh, a, a teenager, I think, I think she's still a teenager, but uh, for a young person like that to be involved in climate the way she does, she's one times person of the year in 2019, the youngest person to ever win the award. She's been nominated for a Nobel Prize the last four years. And it's all about climate change. So it just shows you that the uh, young people can be interested, uh, can promote change. Uh, we don't see this a lot in, in, in government as far as um, them talking on the floor of Congress or in Parliament in different countries. And you guys want to say anything real quick about uh, Greta? Uh, yeah, like, uh, I'm sorry, directly afterwards, or do you need a few minutes? I just need a few minutes. I gotta go shopping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, well, well, hopefully, hopefully the Trump mugshot tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the Georgia. Uh, oh, that's case happening. Is going through and ready to, to prosecute. That's happening uh, tonight. He might be going in tonight. I don't. I don't want to go. I hope so, but like I just, I just. I think I think it's being speculated right now. Nice. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a jury that is meeting to say whether or not this is going to proceed into uh, a, a criminal case against yes. Trump and his conspirators. Which the uh, ear to the to the grindstone here is that a lot of his conspirators are starting to blame each other. Talking about Sidney Powell, talking about um, oh, the most disgusting pig in the world. Maybe besides Trump, Giuliani, it just makes me yeah, sick. He's pretty. Uh, John Eastman, yeah, okay. some of these other lawyers. So somebody's going to flip on somebody. Nice. Okay. Um, Corbin, we'll talk to you in a minute. All right. Well, yeah, have, have a good night, guys. We'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us for our Global Warming Podcast. We're the Master Blaster Podcasters. This is our second podcast. Look for us on all the podcast channels. Um, on behalf of Corbin, who joined us, thank you very much. Dirty mouth as always. Uh, thank you for your contributions. I am Jesus. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right.